0: and we are live and we are back let's go i'm Corey, one half of the corner full Fat podcast and i'm back like i never left with another episode of wealth wednesday this is number 11 i, I notated this is number 10 but i don't i'm not keeping track with the numbers anymore with this and the regular ones that we drop on monday there's too many numbers but back like i never left with another episode of wealth wednesdays again my co-host jordan he's still on paternity leave however Jordan let me know. He said he planned on coming back next month. I won't hold him to that, but we'll see. So November, y'all might be getting the fitness content back in. Okay, we'll be dropping on Mondays. And I don't know if I said this already, but I've already said this before. Soundboard will be back too once Jordan gets back. But I'll still be dropping the Wealth Wednesdays, even when we start doing the Monday episodes as well. So these won't be going away. But on the Corner Full Effect Podcast, we discuss health and wealth, finances and fitness and everything in between. And we want to make sure you save more and say less and keep making better your best. But again, while my co-host is out on paternity leave, you guys are getting just straight financial information. And on Wealth Wednesdays, we get straight to it. But before I get into it, because I know you see that title of the video, talking about people delaying their purchases, trying to pay off debt. I feel like I've already said this before. Make sure y'all hit that like button for the YouTube algorithm. Make sure you Share and subscribe, leave your comments as well. Podcast, rate and reviews, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all them platforms, whatever you're listening on, please leave us those likes and reviews or whatever they let y'all do on those applications. If you have any questions, concerns, you can reach out to myself or Jordan. I'm Sideline underscore Corey on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And Jordan is stop J on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well. Feel free to DM us any questions that you have. My financial coaching information, as well as Jordan's finally fit training information, are in the show notes in on the YouTube. Is it in the show notes on the YouTube? Description in the show notes on YouTube, or should I say on the in the description? Whatever, how are you supposed to say that on YouTube? Now, before I get started, the last couple of episodes we talked about this student loan forgiveness. Is it illegal? The application then dropped. Then, then they did the beta, and in between the beta in this episode they dropped the beta friday on um what was that the the 14th friday friday 13th friday the 14th around like 8 9 p.m peak turn up pregame hours for most people who need this student loan forgiveness they dropped the beta and then a couple of days ago they dropped the official application as far as the student loan forgiveness now for those of you who submitted during the beta and for those of you submitting now while the application is live, the applications will not be processed until the end of this month. And that is because of two episodes ago when I talked about is the forgiveness legal or not? They're still dealing with these court cases. And my guess is the White House thinks they're going to be settled by the end of this month. So they're not processing the applications until the end of this month. What does process applications mean? My guess is get as close to quote unquote forgiving the the debt as far as your loan service provider. Um, My guess is, you know, they... it would make sense that they verify your information and things like that as far as your income with the irs once they get your social and everything but the student loan forgiveness application is out if you have not applied for it again like with the beta if you've just been waiting waiting and you've been taking a break because every time you're trying to get on the beta it's not out the official application is out so you don't have to worry about the website being down from a beta perspective if the website is down that's just due to a traffic issue which is different from when the beta was um up and they were just um making the website live periodically now that's it for the student loans but today today we're gonna get into an article y'all know where do we where do I go for the articles y'all y'all know where I'm going I'm going to CNBC I always go to CNBC y'all know what I always got to figure out how to do though I always gotta figure out how to share my screen it's always so difficult all right boom Is that a challenge come on load for me load for me, baby there we go all right CNBC article says delaying big purchases reducing debt 70 per, 76% of adults are making lifestyle changes to prepare for a potential recession published thursday october 13 2022 this is by sarah o'brien this was last updated uh, monday october 17th 76% shout out to the pareto distribution the 80 20 rule it's always the 80 20 rule if you want to guess a percentage just say you know 80% or 20%. That's what it always is. 76%, 80% of adults preparing for an inflation. They're making lifestyle adjustments now. I I don't know what episode I said this on, but I think I said if you, when do you prepare for a recession? You prepare for a recession before a recession. You can prepare for a recession during a recession, but you definitely do it before it happens. Okay. You don't wait to you're struggling financially. The economy's doing that bad to prepare for a bad economy. That doesn't make sense. We're gonna get into this article again. I do my best not to look at these articles or listen to anything so we get in a live reaction at the same time. So some key points. Now it says 84 percent of adults say they are concerned that a recession is on the horizon. Additionally, 74 percent said their concerns about inflation have increased, but only 76 percent of adults are making lifestyle changes. If you are worrying about job loss during recession, be sure to make arrangements to have sufficient emergency funds. Experts say experts, experts are letting you know that you need to have an emergency fund. In place, in place, in place, in case financial hardships show up at your doorstep. We need experts to let us know about this, y'all. OK, here we go. Majority of U.S. households are taking the possibility of an economic recession seriously. New research suggests. Oh, before we get into recession, definition of a recession, who? Let's see. Who declares a recession? All right. So recession is actually most people consider a recession when the um, the national GDP was negative two consecutive quarters. And that was true for a quarter, the last two quarters that we had. The data for this past quarter hasn't been released yet. But uh, coming out of July, the data did drop that the first half of this year, we had two uh, negative quarters in a row, which most people consider a recession. However, the National Bureau of Economic Research is actually the entity that declares a recession, and they have not done it yet. So it's sort of the same thing with the uh, panorama. It was uh, that WHO, the uh, World Health Organization, I think they're the ones who actually declare if we're in a pandemic or not, right? I mean, people can say what they want to say. So the National, National Bureau of Economic Research, I believe they have yet to say we're in a recession, although most people use the marker of two consecutive negative quarters as that. We'll see you uh, once this uh, next set of... um. This next quarter, information gets released where we're at. But again, a majority of households are preparing for that recession. Now, again, eighty-four percent of respondents in a recent survey said they are concerned about a recession happening before the end of the year. Before the end of the year, it's two, it's two months, it's two and a half months left. And seventy-six percent said they are making changes to their lifestyle preparation for the downturn, according to the Financial Group BMO's latest Real Financial Progress Index. One of the things I think people miss when it comes to finance is that most people are getting. You know, they only only have one stream of income, you know, if you know, uh, husband and wife are working. But you have one stream of income. Just your check from your your nine to five or W-2. If you're worried about a recession happening at the end of the year, and this article was released on the 13th of October, most people only got five more checks left to get. You're going to get paid twice in November, twice in December, and then one more check this month. I mean, how much is going to impact you? You only got five checks left it's not, you're not about to get that much money coming in. So whenever that's one thing people tend to miss is like, you only got, but so many checks coming in. If you only get the one stream of income, as far as, you know, getting paid nine to five on the first and 15th or every two weeks, whatever it is. And it's like, I mean, if you were about the end of the year, you know, with five checks left, you're kind of late to the party. All right. The number one financial adjustment. Oh, snap. Oh, here we go. and add Here we go. The number one financial adjustment is delaying. The number one financial adjustment is delaying major purchases such as a house or a car. Thirty-four percent. That's followed by paying down debt and planning to cut back on holiday spending. Okay, the number one—I said so this is weird wording. Number one adjustment people are making. So what people are deciding to do as far as um, decreasing their spending is first a house or a car, which is thirty-four percent. Then people are deciding to pay down debt to lower their expenses and cut cut back on holiday spending. Y'all, y'all all y'all all need to cut back on holiday spending. Everyone needs to cut back on holiday spending. Y'all have too much credit card debt. Y'all have too much debt, period. All right, the survey of about 3,400 U.S. adults. And again, this survey from CNBC, right? So 76% of Americans are preparing for a recession. They only surveyed 3,400 people. And I'm thinking, I know I can speak. I'm some type of expert on financial stuff because I've processed way more and seen way more than 3,400 bank accounts. I'm thinking like I'm over six figures in that. From that standpoint, so I, like, I got some type of equity when I speak, but they can uh, 3,400 U.S. adults and this conducted from July 27 to August 29th, so a little over two months. And it also showed 74 percent of Americans said they're concerned about inflation uh, increasing. A quote from Tina Degostino people are feeling less confident than they were a year ago, even a quarter ago. Why are y'all feeling less confident now? The economy, the stock market, should I say, has been going down a lot. Never mind. Whatever. Many of those think the U.S., yes, already is in recession. I've already said this before. And some experts are warning that one is on the way. A recession typically is defined as two consecutive quarters. I already mentioned this. Another other factors, factors such as widespread job loss. That's the one thing. Due to the pandemic and a lot of people passing away, unfortunately, There's still a lot of jobs open. So usually you see the downturn in the stock market, the uh, negative quarters and job losses, those three markers. Um, And then as far as us being in recession and inflation is easy, you know, the price prices of things we normally buy, you know, groceries, gas, things like that going up. But the job loss, major job loss hasn't occurred because we're still, you know, underserved as far as so many job positions open. So steps Americans are taking. And this is a chart. And again, paying down, delaying major purchases like a home or a car is 34%, paying down debt. And this is where, this is where it gets confused. <laughs> this is where it gets confusing, y'all. They're saying that steps Americans are taking, delaying major purchases like a home or a car. This is why I need to talk to people in person. Then the second thing people are doing is paying down debt. Now, how do you think most people are purchasing a home or a car? It's not with all cash. The house, the home, let's just let's just take the home out because most people, right? 99% of people aren't buying home cash. That's just a stat I've made up, but it's probably pretty close. But most people are taking out debt for their car. So most people are like, nah, I'm not going to delay a major purchase like a car, but then I'm going to pay down my debt. But then after I pay down my debt, what are you going to do? Go take out a car loan? That's that's confusing. Planning to reduce holiday spending. Again, This, <laughs> the first three things are quote unquote debt related. Most people go into debt. For holiday spending, they rack up that credit card debt, but then they go, okay, allocate more income to savings and then staying in a job they don't enjoy. Yeah, don't uh, change jobs if you're gainfully employed. That doesn't make any sense. Oh my goodness. Those those are some interesting stats. So, what are people going to do? They're going to avoid going into more debt. That's what the first three are delaying home or car purchase. People take out debt for those two, paying down debt, and then planning to reduce holiday spending. So, people are going to try to decrease their debt slash increase their net worth. What are the chances? My goodness. First part of that calculation is already true. Economy contracted yep in the first two quarters of this year, 1.6 and the 0.6%. And then respectively, according to the Bureau of Economic Analysis, an estimate for the third quarter will be released October 27th. So I won't have that number for y'all next episode, but I will uh two weeks from now. However, if I remember to get it. However, the job market remember remains tight. The unemployment rate is low. Unemployment is three point five percent. See, back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, remember in high school when I was in economics class, we were in that nine point five percent, ten percent rate range for unemployment. All right, this is only three point five percent, which is yeah, extremely low. Inflation remains stubbornly high. Well, we did not know that. At the same time. Persistently high inflation, 8.2% over the last year is pinching household budgets and causing the Federal Reserve to continue increasing interest rates. Again, inflation is like they calculated based on like certain goods that we purchase is not everything isn't um, adding to the inflation number. But, you know, when you see gas going up, you see. Your grocery. If you go grocery shopping every week, like I do, and you're paying somehow paying more and more every every seven days for the same things that you um buy, that's inflation right there for you. Again, inflation though is uh, a year to year comparison. So they're saying inflation isn't like prices went up last month compared to this month. So September twenty twenty two to October twenty two, they're saying that prices went up. Let's just say eight point two percent over the last year from. Year to year, meaning from September 2021 to October of 2022, it's not month to month. It's always they always compare the prices from the previous year. I could be wrong with that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. The general idea is that by making the cost of borrowing money more expensive, this is the Fed increasing uh, interest rates. Um, spending is reduced, which in turn will slow consumer demand and ease inflationary pressure. Yes. So the Fed is going to increase interest rates or hike their rates. which is going to make it more expensive to take out debt. So you'll see interest rates increasing for something like houses. Right. We've been seeing that. And so that's going to make less people take out debt, which means less money is going to be going to the economy and they're going to help that slows down the inflation. This is economic, basic economics. This is how the economy works. Remember the economy or ECO, right? The The prefix of economy is an eco, right? Eco, right? Just like an ecosystem. So it rains all the seasons. This is the cycles we go through, y'all. So this is nothing out of the ordinary. However, that can also translate into job and or income loss, which generally is a primary pain point for households in a recession. No. Well, I've already said this before, too. A lot of the problem is people have too much debt and most people can take or suffer an uh, income reduction slash job loss to an income reduction, right? You can get a decrease in income, not lose your job or lose your job and then take another job with less pay. Most people can take that hit if they didn't have the debt slash most people have mortgage debt, right? We're talking about consumer debt. You're not having any of that, but, or they bought too much house. If you're in a situation where you're in a two income household, highly recommend you do everything you can to make sure one person's income can take care of most of the bills for most people that's you know they're not gonna be able to do that but if you're in that position that's what you can do but if you're in a situation where both of you need to put your money in the pop or pay for things you're gonna be in a very stressful situation if somebody has a job loss or an income reduction in a recessionary time period when it's hard to get a job okay so if we go into a recession it doesn't mean it will be bad or last for long is there isn't a recession bad recession isn't never mind said a certified financial said certified financial planner, David Mendels, Mendels, director of planning, at creative financial concepts in New York. And it doesn't mean you're going to lose your job or if you do, it doesn't mean you won't get another one. That is true. Recession doesn't mean you're going to lose your job or take a pay cut or you won't be able to get another one. It just again, like I said, the National Bureau of Economic Research is saying that, hey, we're in a recession. Oh, having an emergency fund is key. Lord have mercy. At the same time, he said having a financial cushion in case of job loss is always a good idea, regardless of what's going on in the broad economy. Six months, two years, so six, 12 months of um, income is what you should have in savings. Anyway, bad things happen even when there's not a recession. And then keep in mind why right, your emergency fund generally should be in. a cash account rising interest rates means you may be able to find a better return on your money than you're currently getting depending on where you keep it said Catherine. huer these these names are crazy h-a-u-e-r hoer huer a cfp certified financial planner with david with wilson david investment advisors in aiken south carolina they're putting the pressure on me with some of these some of these names high yield savings guys so they're saying yes As interest rates go up as far as the fed you usually see the high yield savings accounts increase uh, increases interest rates as well i think about interest rate when i joined ally it was like 1.1 or 1.5 i can't remember something like that then it dropped down to under one percent um and then within like the last six months or so they just been increasing the interest rate i think like every month and now i know it's over over two percent right now so uh i think it was a uh, lady Catherine is saying Hoyer is saying, or Hewers uh said open a high yield savings account. Bottom line is that if you're feeling vulnerable to what a recession may mean for your financial security, it's worth adjusting your budget so that you can build a cushion to weather a job loss. If you have that safety net, you can face the future more confidently. Mendels said. Yes, emergency fund. We've already have already said this before, but yes, you need to have an emergency fund in place. I'm on the three to six month side of things, not the six, 12 month side. Um, obviously, got to be careful. If you're someone who doesn't want to have your cash in a savings account, you want to put it in the stock market because it's been going down right now, right? So you got to be careful with that. But definitely have at least three months of um, expenses saved um, so you can uh, weather a job loss or anything like that from uh, you know recessionary issues. Recession, recession issue, recessionary. That a word? All right, whatever. He also said it may be worth opening a home. <laughs> Oh, no. Hold on. Y'all, y'all. Y'all. I mean, I my guess he's not in the survey, but this don't make no sense. So let, let's go to the top. I'm about to close out. So steps Americans are taking to prepare for a possible recession. The lame major purchases like a, har, a car home, which most people use debt to take out. So they want to decrease their debt. Then. Pay down debt, so decrease their debt again. Plan to reduce holiday spending. Most people put holiday spending on credit cards, so reduce debt again. So the top three things people are trying to do is rec- reduce their debt. However, this man, this man, man- Mandels, where's Mendel's at? Let me get Mandels' first name because we're going to call you up by first name, bro, because this is crazy. This is crazy. David. David Mendel's. David Mandels. Certified financial planner. I'm just reading what you said in this article and what resonated related above what you said. He is saying it may be worth opening a home equity line of credit now and not using it. And then if you lose your job, you have access to funds. For those who don't know, shout out was your first time listening to the episode, we appreciate you. Make sure you hit that like button, share and subscribe. He David is telling you all to take out debt, but then most Americans are doing what? Delaying a major person like a home or a car, which is taking out debt. Pay, then they're going to pay down debt. How are you going to pay down your debt as a second priority as far as the survey of 3,400 Americans, but then tell people to take out debt? How are you going to pay down debt and take it out? Then planning to reduce holiday spending. Again, reducing debt because most people do holiday spending on credit cards. This is insane. This is insane. Oh, my goodness. That? Oh, my goodness. You would come out of joblessness with debt. But you'd be able to eat and not fall behind on other bills, Mendel said. I want to be very clear. Do not do that. Do not take out a home equity line of credit. Um, You might see this, this is that FUD, fear, uncertainty, doubt. You're going to still be able to eat. The first, shout out, shout out. Welcome to Sideline Corey, Sideline of The first thing you should be paying for is groceries. So if, if groceries get cut, that means you have no income. But as long as you have income, you're going to be able to eat. Then the next thing you pay for is that fall behind on other bills. Necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle. As far as your budget necessities, the main things you need to pay for are prioritizing the financial house, food, then shelter in the form of your rent or your mortgage and then your utilities. Utilities, like if you Wi-Fi in there, cell phone bill, things like that, heat, electricity, gas, all those type of things, gas for your house. Third thing is basic clothing. OK, basic clothing necessities. All right. Basic clothing. All right. If you're a grown adult, you're not gaining weight or losing weight significantly, and my guess is you're not, you know, growing, right, as far as height, you don't need to buy no new clothes. Obviously, you have small children, you're going to have to have clothes in your budget for that. Fourth thing is gas for your car, car insurance and in your car, none if you have one. And the fifth thing is um, any other insurance you pay, like life insurance, anything you pay that's not with your employer. And the sixth thing is the emergency fund. So those six things, most of y'all are going to be able to take care of. When you talk about falling behind on other bills, I want to be very clear, you, and this happened during the pandemic, a lot of you don't know Financial institutions and whoever your you know, your utilities are with, they will work with you if you get behind on your bills or have or shouldn't. No, don't get behind on them because you need to contact them before you get behind on them. But if you have some type of job loss, significant income reduction, you need to contact them immediately. I recommend you contact them before you contact your spouse. The finance institutions and utility companies will work with you. Now, how long or how well, right, they'll work with you. Right. That's up for debate. Depends on, you know. Who you are and what you got going on in previous history, especially with an institution right? you can't be behind on all your payments. Right. For the last two, three years, you have to date right now and talk about, hey, I have issue again. They'll be like, OK, you always have issue paying your bills, but they will work with you. Do not fall behind um, on your utilities and do not fall behind um, on your rent or mortgage. And then uh your car note. Everything else the credit card. Oh yeah, you fall fall behind. I mean, credit card minimum payments are very low, but go ahead and fall behind on your credit cards. Don't if you if you're gonna cut one of your payments and you're in a very drastic situation, I might care about making no credit card payments out of, out of all the, the types of debt. Now, if you're behind a taxes, pay that. But credit card payments is look, what are they what are they gonna do now that you gotta repo your car, right? You can get you know evicted, they can take foreclose on your house. But some of y'all are hell bent on making your credit card payments so you don't ever miss a payment. It's like, bro, if you if you got to make a, a mortgage, car note, or credit card payments, like credit cards is is, is the least important of those three. Bump your credit score. We are talking about being a situation you come out of joblessness with debt, but you be able to eat and not fall behind on other bills. It's like, look, man, just fall behind on the fall behind on the bills if you have to. Don't take don't take out the debt. Don't take out the debt. When I say don't take out the debt, this is just general information. If you have a question in this situation, you need to contact me. Again, financial coaching information is in the description on the show notes, or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram, style underscore Corey. $50 a month for one hour session a month and $100 for one one hour session a week. Dang, look at that. Look at that. How did that advertise? But yeah, he, David Mendel said, y'all should take out a home equity line of credit. However, 76% of the American surveyed they said they're making some type of cuts. The main things they were going to try to do is, and that's the thing too. The main thing people are going to try to do is not get a home. So if you don't got no home, you can't take out no home equity line of credit. <laughs> that's why I love doing these things live, as far as j- just reading it. So um if you're in a situation like that, home equity line of credit is like last last resorts. Rare, rarely, I would say you never. You, I would never. I would only really say take out a home equity line of credit if it's literally life or death situation. But most times you can still just take out the medical debt but if they're starting straight up saying they need money from you to do some type of you know life-saving surgery that'd be the only time because the general joke is you know never take out a 401k loan unless it's to save your house but you obviously don't take out a home equity line of credit to save your home (laughs) because that that, that, it don't don't work that way but um all right y'all oh man oh man people delaying big purchases let me get back all right y'all that's it Pay off your debt. I mean, I've already said this before. If this is your first time listening, please listen to some other episodes. Pay off your debt, build your emergency fund, and then start investing. That's what you do. Aggressively pay off your debt. That's what you do around here. If you don't have an emergency fund saved and you have debt, you need to aggressively pay off your debt and then get your three to six months of expenses saved. That's what you need to do and get on a budget. All right, necessity, debt, payments, investments, lifestyle. I went over the financial house. All right, y'all, again, make sure you hit that like button for the YouTube algorithm. You leave them rating reviews on the podcast platforms again i'm your host silent underscore Corey. my co-host jordan my, is it jordan is not my co-host jordan aka Stop on jay still on paternity leave but he will be back shortly but as always y'all if you have any questions concerns please reach out to us but if not i'm gonna catch y'all next week so remember to save more say less and keep making better your best and i will catch y'all in the next one